says goodbye. And we're back. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. This is Dumb on the Unbossed, sensibly a baseball podcast. Tonight is Wednesday. Usually we don't podcast on a Wednesday, but tonight is Wednesday, June 22nd, 2022. Coming at you from Champaign, Illinois, my name is Joel. With me tonight, as per usual, is Sam. Sam, how's it going? Hi, Joel. I'm doing well. I'm coming at you, as usual, from Brooklyn, New York. Uh, the, the rainy Brooklyn, New York. My hot take tonight has to do with Manny Ramirez. Uh, and that is that we need to get Manny Ramirez on this goddamn podcast. Yes. Because that guy is fucking hilarious. He, the Red Sox, I don't know. The Red Sox had him on like the day before yesterday. And, and then they had Roger Clemens on today because they're playing the Tigers and Roger Clemens kid is on the Tigers. But um, man, Manny Ramirez is just one sound bite after the other. And we need to, I'm sure he's probably not on Twitter, but we need to track him down and get him on I think this he podcast. Is on Twitter. I actually do think he's on Twitter. Oh, really? I'm pretty sure. I'm not positive about that. Um, but anyway, he just, it's just, it's just good radio listening to that guy talk. And it's not good radio because he like stops talking and then everyone's waiting for him to finish and he like doesn't continue but it'd be good for this podcast that's what i'm saying right all the very long pauses right (laughs) well we have some of that going already so (laughs) he'd fit right in that's all i'm saying exactly manny lemieux has come on the show i forget who he asked to come on the show oh devils we asked devils to come on the show yeah a couple of weeks ago. I'll ask him again. I tweeted at him because he is on Twitter because he needs to practice his English. Right. Yeah. And we speak good English here. We speak good English. (laughs) We speak the good English. Right. Okay. So uh, Manny Ramirez, Rafael Devos, if you're listening to this podcast, you have an open invitation to come on and talk whatever the fuck you want to talk about. Yeah. Sam, what I want to ask you about is that Manny Ramirez was on that show, uh, show on the Red Sox broadcast, right? And he was talking a little shit about one Derek Jeter. Right. Um, I got really excited because I, I, I think I turned on the TV when he was talking about that part. And I, and he was saying that if Derek Jeter played in Kansas city, he'd just be a regular player, which is something that we've been saying for years. Yes. Um, He didn't mean it in quite the same way that we meant it, which is that Derek Jeter is a piece of trash. What he was talking about is how certain places, certain cities in baseball force you to be a better baseball player because they just never let you hear the end of it. And he was speaking specifically about New York and and Boston. And he said, if you don't play in Boston or you don't play in New York, you don't play in the MLB. That's that was his quote, which was really good. And, you know, he has a really great accent, which I can't, you know, probably no, without some I'll, I'll probably be canceled for trying yeah, to. There'd yeah. be some weird racial things about that. <laughs> exactly. Um, so I'm not going to do it. But... This is excellent. <laughs> it was really good. Um, and what he and he just he was just telling this story about how and there's this like there's this time one happened one day in Tampa Bay. He was having a bad night. He hit a ground ball to shortstop and he just ran right into the dugout. And like, it was like a three week news storm in Boston. And he's like, I couldn't walk down the street. I couldn't get into a taxi cab. I go outside in the morning. My garbage man was outside yelling at me to run down the first <laughs> fucking first baseline. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's the, the good part about Boston sport. Actually. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he was saying that the, the Boston and New York specifically, they let you know about it. They make you a better player. And he was saying that Derek Jeter wasn't really that great of a player. He just was like elevated to it from 
being in New York, which, you know, I don't think that New York is such a great baseball town, but whatever. Maybe it was back in the 90s. Yeah, um, I see what he's saying, though. He's talking about the media. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, well, he was talking about the fans. Oh. Um, I want to come back to that, actually, because that's going to dovetail a little bit into one of my, uh, not hot takes, but one of my shout outs. Cool. So, hey, my name is Joel. I'm coming at you from Champaign, Illinois. Uh, my hot take, I'm a Chicago White Sox fan. And here's my hot take. It got a little bit of traction on White Sox Twitter this last week. Here we go. Chicago White Sox 2023 manager, Ichiro Suzuki. Whoa. That's my hot take. So right? are, you, are you done with La Russa? Well, no, I am not done with La Russa. My thing about La Russa is that he's never going to leave unless he wants to. But right. he might want to after this season. When's his contract up? Have, I have no idea. Yeah. I think he's only there to get into second place in the all-time wins category. Behind I've, whom? <laughs> I don't know, some racist. Uh, I, and I think he'll, he needs like 60 more wins to do it. Huh. So probably not this season. Well, it was supposed to be oh, this wait. season, but probably not. No, no, you still have time. That's 60, 60 more wins. That's a 95-win yeah. season or something for exactly. you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Um, but I think Ichiro would be the ideal manager for the White Sox once Larusa leaves. I'm not advocating for Larusa to get fired. We've had about three home games where the fans have started chanting for Larusa to get fired. I'm not on that bandwagon. Because I don't think it's really his fault, but blah, blah, blah. I don't want to get into this argument. Here's my argument for why Ichiro would be the best next manager for the White Sox. First of all, greatest hitter of all time. Okay, that's a hot take, but okay. Arguably the greatest hitter of all time. What? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I guess. Pete Rose? Ty Cobb? Ichiro no. Suzuki. No. I mean, there's hitting and then there's hitting. Like, there's a lot of different forms of hitting. Like, Ichiro Suzuki didn't hit, like, a shitload of home runs. Like, I'm not sure he's the most productive hitter of all time, you know? But what I'm saying is it's not teaching young hitters how to hit a home run. It's hit, teaching them how to slap dick something into shallow right field for a single when the shift is on. That's what Ichiro can do. Right, but that's not how people play baseball anymore. That's how they should. Well, okay, elaborate. <laughs> you. So you're saying that people are playing baseball the wrong way right now. That's well, I'm saying what what do you what does what is a manager's job? You, strawberry, hit a home run. Right. I told them to do that. Right. Right. Is that all managers do? Kind of, at this point. What? But, so, Ichi, I could do that. I could do that. But then you get Ichiro, and Ichiro's like, no, no, no. Like, you gotta, like, slap dick this into shallow right field, give me a single. Don't hit a home run. Because you... Yeah, but why would you ever tell someone not to hit a home run? That's because they like, can't. Because the difference, it's like, okay, you could either hit a home run because or not hit a home run. Yeah. You don't hit a home run. You right. right because what 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 the fuck Where does the today? vote dump on the up white Sox manager? We can tell people to hit a home run. What? I lost you. You muted. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Now you're back. Say something. Are you there? Yep. Now I can hear did you. you. Did you mute me? I didn't mute you. I didn't mute myself. <laughs> okay. 
Number two, most respected baseball player of all time. Is Ichiro Suzuki? Yeah. I feel like I've never even heard you talk about Ichiro Suzuki before in my entire life. And now he's the greatest hitter of all time and the most respected baseball player of all time. Who you got above him? Alive. Uh, alive? Yeah. Ken Griffey. I don't know. Maybe. Ken Griffey Jr.? Also yeah. probably a better hitter than Ichiro, I would say. Ken Griffey Jr., manager. I would also support that. Right. Yeah. Um, Alex Rodriguez? No. No. Jeter? No. Pete Rose is dead to me. I don't think that he's like the most respected. <laughs> Barry Bonds, maybe? What sure. about White Sox manager 2023, Barry Bonds? Barry Bonds. I would also get on that bandwagon, definitely. Right. All right, point number three, which we talked about off air, Shohei Otani next year is his last year with the Angels. Right. If we got Ichiro as the manager of the White Sox, is that enough to attract Shohei Otani to sign with the Chicago White Sox in 2024. <clears throat> I okay. I'm just I'm so lost on this Ichiro thing. Like it's it's just it seems so bizarre to me that you're you're pushing this because like I mean he's not where is he working right now? It's even no, <clears throat> I don't think he's got a job. <laughs> he's never managed. He's right. never managed. He's uh, never coached. Right. He maybe was some kind of weird, like, coach player his last two years at Seattle. Right. He didn't really play for them. So you're just, like, you just spewed out some bullshit tweet, and now you're running with it, is basically what this is. Okay. I think it's a good idea, because the other thing, point <laughs> number three, is that the White Sox need to look outside of their absolutely terrible organization. Right. So, <laughs> so you're just this is like a pendulum swing from Tony Larusa, which is on this one end, who's this like 95 year old Mr. Burns sort of character, and your response to that is to just go all the way to the as far to the opposite extreme as you could possibly get. Right, right. Ichiro. Okay, which is Ichiro. Okay, see but that makes sense to me. I can get on board with that, but. It, don't you think you'd want to like shoot somewhere in between those two extremes? No, like no. <laughs> no, think about this. Mariners versus White Sox opening day in Tokyo with manager Ichiro of the Chicago White Sox. Like right. money in the bank for Rob Manfred. Sure, I guess so, but <laughs> the thing is is that like you guys, the White Sox are close. Like you guys have the core and the money and the like. You're close, you know. Like, I just don't think that you want to take swings like that, you know. Okay, I yeah no, I, I see your point. You remember when they hired Tony Larusa and you were really pissed off because like Ricky Renteria built this whole team. They like. Yeah had a really good thing going and had a lot of momentum going. And then, and, and then, then they Tony LaRusso, right? They like. Still mad. Right? Like, I don't and think LaRusso has done a terrible job, but I'm still mad about that. Right. But you need somebody who's going to get you that next step. Sure. Ichiro Suzuki. Okay. He's just going to have everyone get full body massages before the game. <laughs> no, that's something Tony should. If Tony's not doing that, I don't know what the fuck he's doing on this fucking team, honestly. But that will take us down a dark stairwell that we don't want to go down. <laughs> anyway. Tony uh, Tony Lusa. I don't I'm not calling for fire Tony, right? Because White Sox fans at the games 
have started chanting fire Tony. I'm not right. on I'm not on board with that. Don't fire Tony. Like, what the fuck? Who do you want? You don't want Joe Madden. He sucks. You don't want Joe Girardi. He sucks. Who the fuck are you gonna hire? A.G. Pozinski? No. You don't want no. idiots. What about Randy Johnson? What why Randy Johnson, but not E.G. Yeah, he's like really tall, you know? Right. He's tall. Yeah, super tall. Everybody, everybody respects tall people. Right, and his and his name is the Big Unit. Ichiro, relatively short for a baseball player, he's like five nine or something. <laughs> what about uh, Jim Tomei? I bet would be a good manager. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. I'd actually like Frank Thomas before. Jim yeah, Tomei, but yeah. It's just. He does that weird, like, the, testosterone the, over the counter the, testosterone commercials. He's just gonna sell photo pills. Yeah, I just have such a hard time with that. Like, I, I just couldn't, I couldn't deal with it. If I but think again, if I was... hiring within the White Sox. My whole point is that the White Sox need to look outside. Like, Robin Ventura played for the White Sox. Right, and you know, I don't know right. Ricky Venturia. You know, Tony Lelusa managed for them in the 80s. They keep being like, Oh, let's hire this guy, like we suck. So let's hire a guy who played for us when we sucked. Like, that doesn't make sense. Go, go for Alex Quora, go for AJ Hinch, right? Go for somebody. <laughs> Check this out. Yeah. You need to hire Jason Baratek. Okay, I'm listening. Okay. He's the bench coach for the Red Sox right now. Uh-huh. And I'm not sure he'll ever leave the Red Sox dugout. He's you sure. know, he'd spent his career there and everything. But that's like you need to get the number two guy underneath the number one guy. Maybe not, maybe whoever is the bench coach for the Dodgers. You know what I mean? Like that's the guy you want. Well, because Dave Roberts is Red Sox also. Well, he was just that one season. He was he's famously a Red Sox, but he didn't play like a ton of time there. Um, but you know, like Dave Roberts is a manager. And like yeah, that's where, you know, we got Alex Cora came, he was a bench coach before he was a manager. Like that's what you need is somebody who's like hungry to take that next step with your team that's also hungry to take that next step yeah very tech okay right like if you hire i change my tune on ichiro because if you hire ichiro you're it's the same thing you're just hiring a name same as tony Larusa, except for this one doesn't have any managing experience <laughs> and like may or may not speak english he speaks english japanese and spanish fluently. he does uh, my point, the only thing is that EGO is coming outside of the White Sox grand organization. Right. Which which is what I think we made a huge flaw with hiring Tony Roos about. Right. Yeah. Wait, he was outside too, wasn't he? No, he managed the White Sox in the 1980s. That's why he... Right, but that was the 80s. That's like 40 years ago. Yeah. I don't know. I think, I mean, that's why Reinsdorf isn't going to fire him. Right. Because he's his boy. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, <clears throat> I stand by my hot take. All right. No, I like it. Yeah. I, it. Yeah, yeah. I think it's bad for the White Sox, but I'm, I'm, I like it for you. Good for the podcast. Yeah, good for the podcast. Yeah. Uh, speaking of good for the podcast, I want to give a shout out to everyone who has continued to listen to us. Please keep doing so. Follow us on Twitter at Dump on the Ump, on Facebook at Dump on the Ump. You can listen to the podcast on Apple, iTunes, SoundCloud, or Spotify. I want to give a special shout out uh, to Ray the Barber on Twitter. Cool. Uh, 
So Ray the Barber at SK Powell on Twitter. I don't understand why his Twitter handle is SK Powell, but he's Ray the Barber. Whatever. Um, he has been hosting a Twitter space for every White Sox game that I've been attending. Uh, so, I, you know, during and after every White Sox game, I've been hopping onto his Twitter space. So check him out. Uh, he's doing good. What work. is the, for those of us, I mean, not me, obviously, but everyone else out there who maybe is confused about what the hell a Twitter space is. Maybe. Like a group chat or like a group Zoom. It's, it's like a, it's just like a smaller like Twitter feed about a specific subject. Is that so you started a Twitter space and helped start a Twitter like a White Sox Twitter space and then I log into it and then I can talk to him. And anyone else who's there? And anyone else who's there, yeah. Okay. Does so that it's just a little it's just a little bit more directional than chatting on Twitter. Yeah, it's like a it's like a group chat room audio audio style does that make sense oh you it's a voice thing you're talking yeah you're talking okay 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 (laughs) and so i've been hanging out there the last couple of weeks and sam i wanted to get you in on this because the other day someone on his twitter space was asking who the face of major league baseball was And King Mac, King Mac, who has had us on his podcast, had uh, you had me on. Uh, I'm still game. waiting for an invite. Yeah, you King need to Mac. get invited. I'm gonna fucking ask him for that. Also, I'll ask. I'll ask Bad Guy Radio to get you because they haven't had your experience yet. Right. Right. You're much less agreeable than I am. Yep, wait until I get back on the sauce, too. I know that's maybe we got to wait until that happens. Yes. <laughs> anyway, King Mac was like, Mike Trout is the face of baseball. And I was like, no, he's not. No, he's not. Right. Like, the, the, the room was like, oh, yeah, Mike Trout. And I'm like, no, Mike Trout is not the face of baseball. And that's Mike why. Mike Trout. Mike Trout is the most forgettable face in baseball. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> Mike Trout is the like the like the the pale ass cheek of baseball. He should be the face of baseball, but he's too much of a coward yeah. to accept it. I'd say Shohei Otani is the face of baseball. Well, That's Mookie what I'd say. Betts. I would go with Mookie. Or Mookie Betts. I like yeah. Mookie Betts too. I'd go with Mookie Betts. Ohio Tani's on the same goddamn team and he's the face of the team. Yeah. You can't say Mike Trout's the face of baseball when he's not the face of the Anaheim Angels. Exactly. Yeah. No, it's definitely, I think it's Otani, it's Mookie Betts. Um, it could be, uh, you know, if what's his name wasn't heard, it would be him, Tatis, probably. Yeah. Um, but there's like at least Juan Soto, maybe there's like eight guys ahead of Mike Trout. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, not knocking Mike Trout's talent, but that guy, that, that was the personality. Being like, well, he's the best player. And I kept being like, I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking right. about if he's the best player because he's not the best player. Mookie Betts is the best player. Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, whatever. That's a different argument, but he's definitely not the face. Exactly. Because yeah. he has no face. Like right. you could not pick that guy out of a lineup of like six other white dudes just right. If he's at your local has no face. Hat and he's not right. wearing his Mike Trout jersey, you don't know who he is. He could be wearing his full fucking Mike Trout uniform and you'd be like, Who's that fucking dumbass bro at the laundromat wearing a Mike Trout jersey? Like that guy's such an idiot. What? You guy's such a tool. Why doesn't he have a chin? Right, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, man. Uh, anyway, shout out to Ray the Barber. <laughs> right, and Mike Trout also. <laughs> <And> Mike Trout. <laughs> um, 
All right, Sam, I want to talk a little bit about, and I haven't really planned this out. Uh, I went to a baseball game last week. Oh, sick. Yeah, I went to two baseball games last week at Detroit, White Sox at Tigers. Uh, this is my 10th out of 30 stadiums. So cool. I'm getting there. That's good. And it was lots of fun. I went to two games. The White Sox won both of them. Nice. I wish Thomas were here. Uh, I, I was there with my cousins, uh, Cook and Matilda, who were both Tigers fans. Right? Hmm. How did that happen? Uh, I don't, it's a very long and complicated story. Basically, Matilda, who's in eighth grade, has adopted the Detroit, who lives in Oregon, has adopted the Detroit Tigers as her team. Well, they don't live in Detroit. They do not live in Detroit. They live okay. in Oregon. And okay, okay. like her birthday present was to go to a weekend in Detroit to go to three Tigers games, and they went 0-3 in those three Tigers games. And you went to two of them with them? I went to one of them with them. Okay. They also lost the other one that I went to without them. So, huh? Yeah. Now they've got like family roots, I believe, in Michigan. So there's not okay. like, no reason. And I think Matilda listens to this podcast. Shout out to Matilda. Shout out to Matilda. It's a great name, by the way, Matilda. Yeah. And Kirk also is a great name, Kirk and Matilda. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you gotta have a little bit of uh, moral character to be a child and to be like, I'm gonna root for a bad baseball team. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Which builds character. Right. I feel like most of my character came from growing up as a Red Sox fan. Which is why I respect like long-term Red Sox fans. Like long-term Red like Red Sox fans in general get a lot of shit because they're all bandwagon Red Sox fans. But there are a lot of fucking long-term Red Sox fans. Yeah, I mean, I guess. I'd say that Boston is like maybe the biggest baseball city in the country, though. Yeah, we, like, I don't think that there's a city that loves their baseball team as much as the as Boston loves the Red Sox. Sure, and that's why we got to get back to Manny Ramirez, right? Right, and Mike Trout playing for the Anaheim Angels. Like, and I'm biased too. I admit full bias. Sure, sure, you're biased, but that's not entirely wrong. But like, if Mike Trout cared about baseball, he would get the fuck out of Anaheim. Right, play for, or he would, or he would engage in a way that would make people excited about baseball in Anaheim. What do you mean? I don't know. Just like do anything, <laughs> other than just like like uh, twelve hundred OPS. Like okay, let me flip my, let me play devil's advocate. Like he hits twelve hundred OPS. He hits forty five home runs. He makes really good plays in center field. What do you want him to do? I don't know. Talk to the media. Like, have a personality. Yeah, he has no personality. What if he played for the Phillies? I don't know. I mean, they'd love that. That's his hometown team, right? Yeah. Or the Mets. I could see Mike Trout doing well in the Mets. Well, even the Atlanta Braves, there are just so many teams in Major League Baseball who could utilize Mike Trout in a way that <laughs> he just can't. Yep. Put him on the Cubs. I hate the Cubs. Do you know how amazing Mike Trout on the Cubs would be? Pretty good. Every media story would be about Mike Trout. Yeah. Anyway, so I went to Comerica Park in Detroit. Right. How's that park? How's that ballpark? It oh, looked nice from the pictures. I give it a B plus. B plus. Oh, okay. B plus. 
How were the seats facing? Very good. Downtown Detroit, it's like part of this reclaimed Detroit area district that they got. It's next door to Ford Field where the Detroit Lions play. Right. I could walk there from my hotel. I liked that. Cool. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. One thing that a great view of like the Detroit skyline, which I also like. One thing that I thought was very interesting is that it's definitely submerged. Like you walk down into Comerica Park. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. So like that that the bleachers, like the the highest whatever, like what how many rows of bleachers you got? Maybe twenty. I don't know. The the top row of bleachers is at street level. Huh, that's so cool. It's like a coliseum. Yeah, definitely like a coliseum. Or like an amphitheater or something like that. Well, I think it makes it take less space within the urban area. I think that's right. What it did it. Um, right. Also, it's cool. Yeah. Uh, tigers everywhere. Love that. Like, mm-hmm. like, like there's probably like 200 statues of tigers just scattered throughout the stadium. Cool. Cool. Uh, they've got a carousel merry-go-round with tigers i take that picture yep they got right right that's right a ferris wheel also so they got a big circus circus feel going on at the stadium i liked that drawbacks you can't buy good beer they have like two vendors at the 100 level that sold something other than Lining Google or Miller Lite. <clears throat> Which like, are two weird choices. Right. Miller Lite is Miller Lite. Lining Google is like a Wisconsin Hefeweizen. So you, like, you I don't have, like it. I don't like it. I don't know. I'm not a Hefeweizen guy. Like I'll drink it if I have to, but I'm not a big Hefeweizen guy. <laughs> Uh, so you have to go to the specific uh, vendors, and there's only two per level that will sell you, like, an IPA, which is what I like. Right. So I didn't like that. And Miller Lite's the other one, huh? Yeah, Miller Lite. You can get Miller Lite anyway. Not like a High Life. Not a High Life. I did get a High Life at the weird, like, uh, like 7-Eleven style store sold mm. items. Like the, the grab and go, is that what it's called? I guess, yeah. They have like a grab and go. How was the food? Good, except limited. So I got a pasty. Have we talked about pasties? It's like a meat pie? Yeah. Yeah. It was really good. But I got that the grab and go, which is kind of weird. But it was mac yeah. and cheese and beef brisket. Oh yeah, you told me about that. It was really delicious. Yeah. That sounds good. Yeah. So so but like I ate it with a fork. It didn't look good. Like it wasn't uh Instagram peeling. Um but it tasted really good. Cool. Anyway, Comerica Park, White Sox won both games. That's sick. Yep. It's good to see a win. Yeah, I, I'm 3-0 at White Sox games so far. Um, that's 10 out of 30. I'm going to go to San Francisco on 4th of July. I'm going to be White Sox at Giants. So... That will be my next report. Um, if you're evaluating MLB stadium experiences, what are your criteria? Uh, well, vibe, I think, is probably at the top. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I really hate going to a ballpark and it just doesn't feel like it just feels kind of sterile or like corporate. You know what I mean? Sure. I'll, I'll punish the Tigers for this worst rendition of take me out to a ball game. What does that mean? Did they, they didn't sing. They didn't like the fame, like, because there's nobody in the stands like rallying wow. them and their team is bad. So the fans don't really get into it. It was really quiet. Yeah. That's yeah. important. Yeah, um, I was really disappointed about that. Yeah, uh, that's so that is big for me. Um, food, food, is big, but it's all about the vibe, right? Because you're there to watch a baseball game. You know what I mean? And right. the thing is, is that you got to be able to sit and just feel it. You know what I mean? Because you can watch a baseball game on TV, but you can't feel that ballpark sort of feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would. Um, but food, I like food. Obviously, I'm a food guy. Um, I like, uh, you know, beer price is one. Beer price is good at Commander Capone. Sorry. Um, what else? Yeah. City access. Good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. After the game. And then, like, size, I guess. I hate it when you're so far away, you know? Yeah, Comerica would be good about that. Felt yeah. Not feel far away. After That's something the- I feel like the Mets, new Mets stadium does really well. After the second game, I went to the tin roof and got a giant beer. It was really weird. Sat there and drank a giant beer. And then I went to Greek Town. Okay. Gonna get dinner at Greek Town. And I ordered um, uh, grape leaves as an appetite. Yeah, I love that. And I was expecting like a little plate of grape leaves, but I got like eight or ten grape leaves and like a big plate of lemon rice. Nice. And I drank two Manhattans while I was at this restaurant. Uh, The Pegasus is what it was called. Uh, And so after that, I feel bad about myself. I feel disappointed, disappointed in myself because I really wanted the lamb and eggplant thought that was gonna uh-huh. just but after the grape leaves and the two Manhattans I was cooked. I was done. Right. Yeah. So did you not get the lamb and eggplant or you just I get the lamb and eggplant. Huh. I ate the grape leaves and the whiskey and then I went and stood outside on the corner for about 10 minutes debating about whether or not I should go to the casino. Right. And then I just took an Uber back to the hotel. <laughs> it was like 8 o'clock at night or something. <laughs> nice. That's good. Are you? Do you like gambling? Are you a big gambler? I, I don't like gambling. Mm. I'm actually not a casino kind of guy. Uh, yeah. I, I, I don't enjoy i don't get the pleasure out of gambling i don't get it well like I well, guess, have you ever won like five hundred dollars no it's a pretty good rush pretty bad <laughs> yeah no i've never won money at it but also i'm like why we like we could be spending this money on alcohol why are we spending it on something that's not alcohol well the alcohol's free when you're gambling generally yeah I um, yeah, the bowl than the casino. Right. Uh, yeah, casino's fun. I'm not a crazy gambler either, but I like the casino. It's and, uh, and I like I like I've the racetrack too. Yeah, I've got buddies who are big gamblers, and and they tried to describe it to me, and I I don't like like I guess intellectually I get the appeal, but like gut wise, I'm like, why why is that your thing? I don't get that. Yeah. I, uh, you know, it's a whole risk thing, I think. But like, for me, like, I like it, but I can't play cards for very long. Like, I get bored playing cards. Uh I don't have the the attention span for it. You know what I mean? 
Sure. So that's the main problem I have with casinos is that card games kind of don't don't hold me. Agreed. Um, and I also probably would not go to a casino by myself. Right. Yeah, I was going to go by myself and probably get physically removed at eventually. Right. Which would have been cool. Right. That would have made for good podcasting. <laughs> yeah. I got kicked out of the Greektown <laughs> Detroit casino. Yeah. So describe. So it's just like a Greek neighborhood and they have a casino in Detroit? Yeah, well, like, it's Greek town, so it is historically, like, Greek town. But the city of Detroit has pumped a ton of money into it. Uh So it's, like, renovated a bunch of it, and it's mostly walking spaces, not driving spaces. Sounds awesome. Yeah, it's great. And then they built this casino in it also. So it's, like, a big tourist attraction just like you know i don't know if it's technically in downtown detroit but it's like adjacent to detroit i went to greece recent last year oh yeah yeah did you talk about on the podcast it was good i love greek food man Mm. yeah greek food is amazing yeah so it's just kind of like like a just like a bunch of Greek restaurants and bars and walking yep. spaces and cafes on the street and everything. Yep. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was cool. It was cool. I, I, I liked it. Um, we'll have to go there so that you can grab me by the scruff of my neck and carry me. And drag you out of the casino. <laughs> yeah. They're like, no, no. Throw ourselves out. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah that was definitely one of my concerns was like oh god I could go to that casino but they're just gonna throw me out (laughs) cause I've been drinking all day right yeah Yeah, it's harder to keep that up as you get older I've noticed oh sure like at 8 o'clock it's like 8 o'clock go to the casino go back to the hotel and like fall asleep on the bed watch the TV (laughs) Right. No, becomes more no. of a toss up. No? no, I'm going to the hotel and I'm watching like Sports Center and sitting in my hotel bed. Right. Yeah. Definitely. That's cool. So, you got any more ball games lined up uh, before you go out west? Or? No, I don't. Um, I got to figure out if this I can. That's coming right up, huh? Yeah, no, that's just two weeks from now. Um, I'm checking right now. So I'm going to go to White Sox at Giants in San Francisco. I'm really excited about that. And then if I can get the money together for White Sox at Rockies. Uh Uh-huh. Cool. I would love, but like, that would be like a little like jet seto plane from Chicago to Denver or something like that. Yeah, I would love to do that. So that's that's still in July. So uh, mushrooms are legal in Colorado, aren't they? At least the city of Denver. That's I, a baseball game. I, I could I could start my own cult. <laughs> Focused around baseball and mushrooms. Yeah, I feel like that's. I feel like that's just called the Colorado Rockies front office. Zing! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <clears throat> no, vote dump uh, 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 GM of the Colorado Rockies. Yeah, vote dump GM of the Colorado Rockies. You need Absolutely. Jesus, Jesus Christ as our pitcher. You want to let Arenado and Trevor Story walk for nothing? We can do that. Right. We need Shai Hulud. Don't ask. Yep. Don't ask. Don't ask. Okay. Uh, we got a couple minutes left. Sam, I'm going to ask you a tough question. Okay. 
The Boston Red Sox uh-huh. have been kicking ass. They yep. are seven hundred winning percentage over the last thirty games, I believe. Yep. They're winning Something like that. They're, they're winning. playing good. They're playing really good ball. Yeah. And they're still what? Fourteen games out. Twelve and a half, I think. Twelve and a half. That'd be thirteen if the Yankees win this game today. Talk to me about that. Are you counting on the Yankees collapsing? Are you counting on the wild card spot? What's your plan? Well, I, the division's very much still in play, and I'll tell you why. Uh, the Red Sox and the Yankees haven't played each other at all this season. They played one three-game series. One okay. three-game series, the first series of the season. Mm-hmm. They haven't played each other since then. So we got whatever that is. 15, 16 more games against them this season, yeah. um, which is plenty of time to make up that room. We're also not even halfway through the season yet. So there's like a lot of shit that still could happen, including the like factors of the trade deadline. I hate the Yankees. They're playing really good ball right now. I don't really have much to throw at them in, in that right. uh, factor, but, you know, look for them to get hurt because they, you know, Judge isn't going to stay healthy. Stanton's not going to stay healthy. Severino's not going to stay healthy. None of these guys have a track record of staying healthy. So I wouldn't expect it this season. Uh, Also, this is what's interesting about, this is what's fun about the Red Sox the rest of the way to the All-Star break is the last 14 games um, before the All-Star break are all against the Tampa Bay Rays and the New York Yankees. So, like, Before I think that... Also, okay, yeah, yeah. I got you. So, I think that, like, the AL East can really shake around in that time. Um, and that would be that would be our time to really start to make a push. Um, and, you know, I you know me, I'm not the guy to hit the panic button. Um, so I won't say that that stretch is make or break for the Red Sox, but that is a, that's a solid chunk of games against division rivals right in a row. And it'll be a really good test for the for a Red Sox, sure. the Red Sox team that's like been playing really good baseball lately. Yep, I love it. I love it. Okay, so ignoring the Yankees, who do you consider the biggest rival this year, Toronto or Tampa Bay? I don't. You know, only idiots are sleeping on the Rays these days. But I'd say the Blue Jays. Uh, you know, they're hungry, man. They missed it by a game last year, and they're a good baseball team. So um, I feel like they're, they've been, they also kind of came with a slow start and have really been putting the pedal to the metal lately. So, um, but you know, I, right now, there's four teams out of the AL East going into the playoffs. Right. The season ended right now. And I wouldn't be surprised to see that at the end of the season either. So, right. Yeah. From the AO Central, I mean, the White Sox lost today to the Blue Jays. We are now finished playing the Yankees, Blue Jays, Red Sox, and Rays. We don't have to play any of those teams again this season. We're done, which is good for us. I still think the White Sox will win the AO Central, but I don't think we can compete with the actual good baseball squadrons, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, I don't trust Cleveland or Minnesota to... Hang on. Hang on, yeah. I just, I I think they come I really do. Yeah, I don't either. Uh, There's not a lot of depth there. Like a lot of talent, but not a lot of depth. Yeah, exactly. I exactly agree with that. So to wrap this up, let's talk a little bit about all-star voting. I hate all-star voting, okay? I think it's bullshit. I don't fucking care. But as of right now, the AL shortstop voting is number one, Bo Bichette for the Toronto Blue Jays. Number two, Tim Anderson for the Chicago White Sox. And number three, Zedu Bogarts for the Boston Red Sox. Sam, how do you feel about that? 
Well, actually, I got a line of stats to read at you, Joel, just coincidentally on this. Good. Um, and it is coincidentally. This is actually coincidentally. I, this is actually coincidentally. <laughs> I just opened up Instagram because you said Instagram earlier, and then this is what was at the front. <laughs> Xander Bogarts leads qualified AL shortstops in F War, which I don't know what that is. Yeah, I don't uh, understand the difference between F War and B War. We got to figure that yeah. out. Anyway, 3.3 F war leads all qualified AL shortstops. He leads all qualified AL shortstops in batting average at 335, on base percentage 397, slugging percentage 486, OPS 883, hits, doubles, touch base, and runs. Uh, he's second in the AL in batting average, third in Major League Baseball. Um, and in June, he's got a 373 batting average, a 949 OPS. Uh, and he leads all the majors with 11 games of more than th- of three or more hits. So that's, that's his. That's really because Tim Anderson was hit. <laughs> I mean, but that's, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's like such a bullshit thing to say. Because I just read you a bunch of numbers and you're like, oh, yeah, well, this other guy was hurt. Uh, Jandy Bogarts, AO. Uh, I mean, I I don't know much about Bobachet, but I take Xander Bogarts over Tim Anderson. I mean, I take Xander Bogarts over any AL shortstop any year. For the past eight years, he's been the best. I'm pretty sure. So, um, statistically, so, um, and you know, I I don't know that he'll get it. He's not super flashy, um, and. You know, he's not known for his defense, although he's much improved this year. They worked a lot on the offseason and has improved his defense quite a bit. Um, and I think that, you know, I think he deserves to start, but I think that probably so does Tim Anderson and Bo Bichette. I don't know anything about Bo Bichette. Um, yeah. I Blue Jays. But, uh, but you couldn't make the case to say that Xander Bogarts does not deserve to start as the AL shortstop in the all-star game um he's from Toronto so there you go right all right ladies and gentlemen this has been dumb on the yump ostensibly a baseball podcast we do this at least once a week uh for Sam my name is Joel ladies and gentlemen have a good evening and a pleasant tomorrow Sweet baby, I'm going to leave you, and the time is wrong.